feeling overwhelmed lately, maybe you have a to-do list that's a mile long and you can't get through it or you just don't have the motivation to get through it. I'm going to help you break through that cycle today. Stay tuned. I'm Natalie Tisdall, a journalist who decided enough is enough. I left a career that looked glamorous to do what I was scared of doing, going out on my own. I'm a married working mom of three. On this podcast, we're going to talk about issues that really matter. Why am I not sleeping? What's up with that diet everyone's talking about? Are my kids falling behind? How do I leave that job and start over? Welcome to the Natalie Tisdall Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, everyone. It's Natalie. I hope you're having a great start to your week. It has been a very busy beginning of the year for my family. We've been on the road a lot and thankful to be on the road as it's lacrosse season and our oldest daughter plays lacrosse in college. It is such a joy to see the fruits of the hard work of our kids and to support them in all of their activities. Our high school daughter is in a musical right now, late night rehearsals, and she's also touring colleges along with auditioning for musical theater programs in college. So we have had a lot of pressure in our house lately. We're doing our best to keep up with work and three kids, different stages of life. It may sound strange, but I actually feel like sometimes I'm better when I'm busy. Do you know what I mean? It's like I can get off course if I'm not staying on the train and really busy. But I also know that things can get missed. And as soon as the train comes to a stop, I feel pressure to get right back on without stopping to analyze where everyone is in the family. So being busy, that's okay. But when that busy turns into overwhelm and frustration, well, then we can have a problem. So that's what I want to talk about today, overwhelm, as I think it affects us both mentally and physically and getting out of the pattern of overwhelm is really important. So before we get started, I want to remind you, you can find topics just like this one, along with past podcasts, blogs, and much more on my website, natalietisdall.com. Okay. So topic of the day, overwhelm. Let me paint a picture for you. You make a list. And for me, I write things down. I do project planning online, but for my general to-do list, there's just something about pen and paper. It helps me. So I write things down. I need the focus of that paper and two pens, one for the name of my list and one for the things to do. I know it's weird, but it just has to be this way in my mind. And I enjoy it. It makes me happy to see different colors. So that's why I do that. So I divide that list into four categories, home, which includes all things, kids, house, and personal work, which includes podcast, website, social media, and then school. This is my list as what I need for my job as a teacher. And then on Sundays, I do this. I, I update it every week. I make that list. And I feel like if I don't start on Sundays with that, my week won't be right. So let me tell you how I overcome the feelings of overwhelm. First of all, I've added a fourth list, as I mentioned, and I call this long-term to-do. This is my bonus track instead of my must-do track. These are the things I can carry to the next week without feeling like a failure. They're not top priority, but sometimes if I'm making calls or ordering things online, I can glance at that long-term list to see what I can do to get ahead while I'm already in that particular mode. Next, let's talk about other reasons you might be feeling overwhelmed and all of my advice today comes from years of reflection, trial and error, also 
thousands of interviews with experts as a journalist. And that's how I've spent most of my career. So are you someone that is just always busy? Even when you put your feet up, do you feel like I'm still busy? Or maybe when you put your feet up, you feel like you should be doing something else. Many people pride themselves on being busy. And I think that is a mentality and a way of hiding from what you're afraid of or what you think you need to be. The truth is we are all busy. We have kids to keep up with, meals to cook, a house to clean, relationships to nurture, a professional life, volunteer work. Oh, and then of course there's exercise and, and, and. So are you tired of just looking at that list and feeling that sense of overwhelm? I want to challenge you to make the list. And I think it helps to put the list on paper again in categories and then stop saying you are so busy. When someone asks you, how are you doing? Do you say, I'm so busy? Well, stop telling yourself that and stop saying that to other people. Are you looking for ways to stay energized, healthy, and help your family stay healthy? I've started taking supplements from Seeking Health, and it has changed the game for me. I no longer worry that my family is getting enough of the vitamins we need, and I know the quality of what we're taking is top-notch. I take an immunity support supplement, magnesium, and several others, including electrolytes to stay hydrated. So many people ask me about these supplements that I've made it really easy for you to find right on my website, natalietisdall.com slash favorites. Also bonus, I have a coupon code to help you save 10% on your order. You will find that coupon code on the website as well. Go to natalietisdall.com slash favorites, click on seeking health. I may earn a small commission if you purchase there, but that's just to help my small business grow the website and the podcast to keep this news and good interviews coming your way. Again, natalietisdall.com slash favorites and click on seeking health. Truth is, Everyone's busy. Life is busy. And for each person, it means something different. But by telling yourself this and everyone else, you're actually causing yourself more stress. And something else to consider for many people, being busy is an addiction. They're running around with their hair on fire mentality, as I like to call it, as a way to feel important. And in some cases, as a way to avoid difficult decisions or relationships. Another reason you might be feeling overwhelmed is because you feel like that you have to do everything by yourself. And let me tell you this, you don't. I just had this conversation with one of my students who was struggling with time management, an intelligent kid, and also a very involved student. And this person was late turning projects in. I had a feeling that a sense of perfection or a long to-do list and very little time after school with extracurricular activities was a problem for the student. And I wanted to know when he last asked for help. Sure enough, he was afraid to ask for help or to admit that he was behind on projects. So this is something I've had to work on personally. I think growing up with a strong working mom gave me the notion that I had to do it all. But being strong doesn't mean that we can't ask for help. In fact, I have found so much can be learned by humbly going to someone and saying, I could use some help with this. And when people come to me with that same request, be it a friend who needs me to watch their kids, maybe a recommendation for something, a meal when someone is sick. I think it feels really good to be able to help when people feel that 
I am close enough to them that they can ask for that help. It just makes all the difference. Okay, next, if you are feeling overwhelmed, make a change. I talk a lot about this on the podcast. Maybe you're in a job that is really causing problems for you and the thought of leaving is great, but you're overwhelmed and you don't know how to do that. Maybe you can't get into a rhythm with that job and it's just not right. Maybe a relationship is exhausting to you or your kids are struggling in school and they need a tutor or a new school. Breaking patterns, I know it's not easy. And I've been there. I've struggled through it myself. I talk about this a lot on the podcast. I go in more depth about change in episode 47, which I will link to the show notes. I used to say when I worked in TV, if you wake up feeling like you were off and day after day that keeps happening, go buy new lipstick. And if that doesn't work, find a new job. I knew long before I left my job that I wanted something new. Change is hard, but once you finally get out of the rut, you're going to feel a sense of relief that is incredibly refreshing. You're going to sleep better. Your health will be better. Your attitude will improve. So if you're someone who is afraid of change, I urge you to do some really deep work. A few other episodes of this podcast that might be able to help you. Episode 33 on developing a resilient mindset with Dr. Robin Hanley Defoe and episode 10 titled How to Get Unstuck with my dear friend and author, Samantha Edis. She is incredibly encouraging. So along the same lines of getting unstuck, my next tip is to find motivation by getting motivated. Sounds ridiculous, right? When was the last time you looked around your house and you said, I really need to do some cleaning, but I'm just not motivated to do it. Well, then maybe you went to get the vacuum and before you know it, you maybe have put away the dishes, cleaned the countertops, scrubbed the toilet, started a load of laundry, <laughs> and you just get motivated by doing one thing. My mom used to say action comes before motivation. And I say it to my kids now too. They're tired of me saying it, but I hope they use it in life. No one is motivated when just sitting around. Take one step, get going. You're going to feel less overwhelmed. Another way to start something you were finding difficult to get going on is set an alarm. See how much you can do in a 20 to 30 minute block of time. You might actually surprise yourself on how much you can accomplish and how motivated you get. Okay. Lastly, when we're talking about feeling overwhelmed, I think it is super important that we keep focused on what matters. Happiness happens when we are settled in our lives and grateful for all that we have. Overwhelm happens when we look at those around us, or maybe when we look at what people on social media are up to, and we feel like we are not doing enough and maybe life could be better. I urge you to start your day with prayer and with gratefulness. Put your mind, first of all, in a positive place. Make this a habit that you absolutely don't negotiate on. If you have to get up even 10, 15 minutes earlier to start your day that way, it is so well worth it because the pressure of having too much to do will actually fade when we focus on our blessings. I hope that all of this is helpful to you. As always, I would love your feedback and your ideas. You are the reason I started the podcast, and I'm so grateful for you. That's all for now. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for joining the Natalie Tisdall podcast. You can follow along on Instagram and at natalietisdall.com. Subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave a review so I can continue to bring you fresh content. See you next week.